Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you are tuning in. Welcome to Homesteading and Gardening in the Suburbs. I'm Emma from Misfit Gardening and now is officially PSL season, which means one thing. PSL, for those of you that are not in the know, is pumpkin spice latte. Um, but it means that winter is on the way. And that means that obviously the first frost of fall is just around the corner. Now, cold weather vegetables are going to start to flourish as the weather starts cooling down. But for some of the fall garden vegetables, um, you're going to want to help them continue to grow by protecting them from the frost. So in this episode, I am going to be sharing some frost protection options for homesteaders on a budget so you can help your garden grow a little bit longer. So let's dig in and talk about some different types of frost protection. Now the first one that comes to my mind is a cloche. Now this type of frost protection is perfect for small individual plants. Think things like baby lettuce or spinach plants, maybe small brassica starts, so things like cabbage, kale or broccoli. A cloche is a frost protection structure that is placed over a single plant. Victorian gardens, particularly in Europe, had these beautiful glass bell jars or other small glass frame boxes glass featured a lot um, and you know they do look very pretty in the garden I will be honest a cloche also protects not only from the weather but also marauding munchers so things like slugs snails even rabbits glass is obviously pretty cumbersome in the garden right it's heavy and if you are clumsy like me then it is pretty short-lived um, luckily you can get large clear plastic bottles um, and they make a great glass cloche alternative um, and it's very easy to get hold of especially if you're already you know buying things of like fizzy soda or pop or even translucent milk jugs um, can be used so what you want to do is you want to carefully cut the bottom off the bottle and then you place that bottle over the plant and then you need to work the bottle into the soil a little bit to help anchor it down and voila you have a cloche now you want to be taking the lids off your bottles to allow air to move um, in and out of the bottle especially on a warm day if it looks like it's going to be a very warm day then you want to take that cloche off completely because um, things get hot in there basically your plastic bottle acts as a mini greenhouse so things are gonna uh, get hot very quickly in there um, so on very mild days you want to remove that cloche completely but you know all you do is you know kind of leave them in, in place and if it looks like it's going to be a very cold night you can put the lid back on to help keep your plant a little bit warmer so there's lots of different options for cloches plastic bottles are the most popular um, but really anything that you can place over the plant is going to help um, protect it from the frost so in a pinch things like cardboard boxes or even buckets are going to work to cover your precious plants even upturned large plant pots are going to help see some of your plants through the night. Now, obviously, you can really make the best of these by planting things that are a lot more frost tolerant and, uh, you know, frost hardy, um, cold weather hardy crops. So think things like your brassicas, um, you know, that's going to help your garden, you know, 
be a lot more successful using some of these techniques, right? You're not going to be able to help, you know, keep growing um, hot peppers in there, for example, um, by using a cloche. If you're going to be doing that, then you're going to be needing, you know, a heated greenhouse or something like that where you can keep the temperature um, as it was during the summer when your plants are thriving. So a top tip for your cloches is to make sure to cover your plants in late afternoon, early evening. You want to trap that warmer air in there and then you want to be removing those cloches or opening them up like taking the caps off um, or the lids off the bottles in the morning when the sun is up to allow the air to move through. Next, um, let's talk a little bit about covering things up, right? Because if you've got a lot of plants in your fall garden, maybe you've not got enough plastic bottles, plants are too big for a plastic bottle, or you just simply want to avoid using plastic bottles entirely, then you might want to think about row covers for your garden frost protection. And that's what we use. We use a lot of row covers in our garden. And certainly when we move to our new place, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, um, we are going to be moving to having row covers because the property that we're moving to is on three acres. Um, so it's going to be an exciting time uh, coming up and um, there's going to be a lot of new things coming out of that, like uh, YouTube. Um, my channel on YouTube is going to be having a lot of stuff going up on there about starting a garden from scratch. Um, so if you are new to growing your own food then definitely check that out um, because we're going to be going through it all step by step together. Um, but row covers are um, you know they can be made of plastic like row polytunnels and um, they can be a layer of frost fleece or a floating row cover. Um, thicker plastic or row covers are usually better if you live in colder climates because they're going to help protect your plants into much colder temperatures however the thicker plastic or thicker row covers let in less sunlight which your plants need to grow right your plants need to have sunlight to be able to photosynthesize which is what is them growing right now the stuff that professional growers use is very pricey um, if you do any looking online at what the cost of uh, floating row cover is from some of these bigger sort of market gardener suppliers um, you know you'll see that it is kind of expensive and um, so what's a homesteader on a budget to do well clear plastic sheeting like the thick stuff from the hardware store that's used for painting not the really thin flimsy plastic right if it feels like those produce bags at the grocery store don't even bother because it's going to break you want the thicker stuff because it's going to hold up more to um you know what the weather's going to throw at it um but the thicker stuff works well only really for a season it is not a long-term option um, but it is definitely something that is going to help you through so you can then kind of work to save up for you know the actual greenhouse uh, plastic material which is um, a lot better um, and it'll hold up um, a lot better to uh, multiple uses so plastic helps to warm the soil and it helps to act like a greenhouse. So again, if you are in a uh, period of time where it is warm and mild, um, you want to be taking that uh, 
plastic sheeting off so you can let your plants kind of breathe get the air and uh, get some good sunlight because things are going to get hot in there very quickly and you'll see that things dry out uh, rather rapidly under um, the plastic um, row covers so you want to make sure that you water your plants um, in an afternoon before you then go ahead and place the uh, the plastic sheeting on top so you know the way to think about using these frost protection things is each layer of plastic that you're putting on or each layer of frost protection is moving you about one growing zone south so for example if you live in a zone 5 area and you use one layer of frost protection then you've provided your veggies the growing conditions of a zone 6 area for you know for me where I'm going to be moving it's going to be like a zone four um if I'm using one layer of plastic then I'm going to be moving to a zone five if I use another layer of frost protection that puts me at a zone six and if I use another layer of uh frost protection that would put me at a zone seven which is where i am growing right now so you can use multiple layers to kind of help build up um you know that uh, warmer area for different plants that's going to help things grow and um, you know really extend your harvest going forward so frost fleece or floating row cover is usually a spun polyester fabric right um, and one of the easiest things that you can do is use old white or light colored sheets from the thrift store those work really well or if you've got some old ones kicking about at home um, you need light colors because they're going to allow the sunlight in so your plants can keep growing um, but if it's a very cold night then use what you have um, I mean we've covered tomatoes from late snow using tarps um, even a quilt to keep them happy um, you just need to be sure to remove these uh, you know like thicker um, covers or dark colored covers in the morning um, when the weather is warmed up because you need to help them you know help your plants get to the light um you want to also make sure that your row covers are in a uh, position so they are not directly touching the plants um things like hoops poles or a stake work really well um you know we had bamboo canes with old tennis balls on them that helped like kind of drape um frost fleece over obviously um, hoops are easy to make you can use those using kind of irrigation pipe because it's kind of already sort of wanting to bend in um, you know that kind of hoop sort of structure the half semicircle so those are kind of easy to use however if you're using things like irrigation pipe it does not hold up well to heavy snow um, so you're going to need to knock the snow off them um, or maybe look at investing in metal um, stakes that you can then bend into hoops um, they're gonna hold up much better to snow um, that was something that we learned the hard way uh, when we had this really awesome hoop house that we built that was over helping us over winter some kale that I was then going to save seed from because I'm working on a kale growing project as well as leeks and a myriad of other seed saving things um, but 
what we found was we had an unusually heavy snowfall and it was a very wet snow and um, it just kind of caved everything in and what happens is when the plastic or anything like if you've got the frost fleece or whatever if it is touching your plants your plants get wet and then they freeze um, so you end up losing the plant anyway um, so you want to try and keep your row covers so that they are not touching those plants um, you also want to use things like um, clothes pins or clothes pegs to uh, or even clamps to secure the cover to the supports um, you know help keep things you know batten down the hatches so to speak and make sure they're not going to blow away and you also want to make sure that you secure the row covers at ground level um, you could use stone brick or even um pin them with uh, pins into the ground um, or if you are looking to have a larger structure um, you might want to consider sort of putting um, some wood together like making a box frame and then putting the hoops in those and then you can secure the plastic or the row cover directly to um, the wood which is going to help um, you know keep it a lot more secure and that's going to help stop the wind the rain and uh, the snow and everything else getting into your veggies now there's, there's lots of different um, ways that you can protect your garden from frost um, there's a lot of other techniques that you can use like you know watering if you know that you've got a, a cold day coming and it, I know it sounds a little counterintuitive to water um, but if your plants are not thirsty um, they're going to be able to cope a lot better with the change in temperature but also um, water actually acts to kind of um, reduce fluctuations of temperature so those of you that are living in coastal regions um, often experience a lot less um, temperature fluctuation than those of us out in the midwest um, you know that do not um, have the benefit of being near a large body of water to help um, mediate the temperature fluctuations but giving your plants a water before them placing you know these um, structures over them to help protect them from frost um, is also going to help them kind of see the night through um, another good technique and granted this one might be a little bit late as I'm telling you this um, but really making good use of the aspect of your garden so if you've got plants that you're planning on um, you know growing through winter or using in your um, fall garden make sure that you have them growing in a south facing if you're in the northern hemisphere or a north facing if you're in the southern hemisphere like really have them in the best place possible for that maximum amount of sunlight as the sunlight is going to be a lot weaker throughout those winter months i know i already kind of mentioned this but make sure that you're growing things that are you know frost tolerant and cold hardy those plants that are going to thrive in those colder temperatures that's going to also help your garden be successful like i said you don't want to be trying to overwinter you know peppers and stuff if you're living in alaska um, you really want to be focusing on those crops that are going to grow well in those colder temperatures and lastly the other thing to do is to really you know experiment 
in your garden like what is working best for you what is working best for your garden and then hone in on that you know make sure that you know you try some of these different techniques to find out what is going to be best for you I hope you found this episode helpful. Please let me know what your favorite way to protect your garden from frost is over in the Facebook group. And until next time, I hope your garden grows beautifully and I will see you all next week.